0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you get all your sex information that you need. If you want to have better sex in 2012, you better check out Sex with Emily. And you can also become a Friends with Benefits member. It's $4.95 a month, first month free. And you get four shows a week and a bunch of perks. And we love all of our Friends with Benefits members. We love all of our listeners. So thanks, everyone, for joining us here on our first show of the new year. Which is exciting. I'm here with Menace. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm Happy New Year. just tweaking a
1: few things. We I haven't. know. It's Been a little loud studio. in my
0: head. Yeah. I just got
1: to turn on your headphones. I got it.
0: Which I don't know how to do. But, you know. <laughs> it's hey, cool. Like, Whatever. It. It's sort of like me. Um, so, anyway, everyone, I got some, th- some things to say. I've got a lot to say. So, um... We've got a contest going on, and I was supposed to do this last year, but I'm doing it now. We are doing – we're giving away two copies of my – a few copies of my book, three copies, Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Do Tonight, which is doing really well. You can buy it on Amazon. But if you'd like to enter the contest to win the book, I am at – um feedback at sexwithemily.com and just let us know why you think you need a copy of this book. There's over 200 things you can try tonight. Why do you think you need a copy of Hot Sex? And we will send it to you. So feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can find us. And also, we have a survey that we just put up on my Sex with Emily fan page on Facebook. And you can, it's only 10 questions, so it'll take you less than five minutes. And we just want to know what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see, what improvements you'd like to see with the show, and it'll really help us. So please take that survey. We would appreciate that. And what else? Kegel Camp. Buy my app. It's doing really well in the App Store. So we, uh, Kegel Camp, Kegel exercises, the most important exercise you're not doing. Everyone's like jumping on the bandwagon and doing all their new, you know, New Year resolutions, going to the gym. You should do your sex exercises too. Kegel Camp. I'm going to do them as well, which I have not been as good at doing them, but it really helps improve your sex life for men and women. And I got a bunch more stuff, but I'll just chat with Mens for a second because I missed his face.
1: I know. What's going on? How was New Year's? What did you do? New Year's
0: was good. Um, I went to a party with some friends that I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen anybody in the last few months because it's been so busy. So I just went out and drank and danced, and it was so good. It was such a good break. Like, we haven't been doing shows and stuff, which sucked, and I missed doing shows, but it was really nice just to have some time off. Where'd you go? I went to a party in the city. It was a house party with a DJ. And I don't like—I'm not a big, like, let's go big on New Year's person. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a nice party. It was fun. And I was with people that I love, which I think is the, always, like, the most important thing about New Year's Eve. It's not about what you do and where you are, but it's about the people that you're with. And I, wa- I was with people that I love. And we just drank and danced and partied. And, uh, yeah, it was really fun. That's good. Yeah, I didn't, like, go crazy and throw up off a balcony or anything.
1: <laughs> Which I did.
0: I know. Yeah, I heard you did. I didn't see it, but Kelsey saw it on Instagram.
1: Yeah. I, uh, man. What did you do, Menace? The city the city for me has always sucked for New Year's. It's so hard to get around here. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's to get a cab, it's just impossible. Right. So um, I got a last-minute invite to go to Disneyland. And, like, there's a section of Disneyland, California Adventure, that has – that Tron theme rave that I always talk about. Right. It's called Electronica and they sell alcohol and it's awesome, right? Right.
0: You were just there.
1: I was just there. Right. But my, my buddy, he said, I'm gonna be there. A bunch of our other friends are gonna be there. You should just come out. I go fine because I had no plans. Right. So I go out there and I started drinking, and then around like twelve thirty, I guess I kind of just blacked out because <laughs> I said Shock. I said to my friend, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And next thing I know, there's six security guards around me. <gasps> and apparently, I went to the bathroom inside a phone booth at Disneyland. Instead oh of my the bathroom God, man,
0: that's a Disneyland.
1: That just happened to be right next to the bathroom. So you I were must messed have, up. like, I was messed up and I thought I was in the bathroom. Right, because
0: phone booths look like bathrooms.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, like uh-huh. a stall. And uh, I started going to go the bathroom of. in there, <laughs> and uh, they kicked me out.
0: Of Disneyland?
1: <laughs> they kicked me out of Disneyland. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. That
0: is a fun New Year. So did your friends come with you?
1: Uh, no, because I didn't, I didn't want to get my friends in trouble. So I started saying that, oh, these people aren't with me. I'm by myself. And so Disneyland got me a ride back to my hotel. They were really nice about it. And then what did you do? So I go back to my hotel and I thought that I oh, didn't God, have – God. They the...
0: shouldn't have let you alone. So what, so you I, thought
1: what? I, did, I thought I didn't have the key to my room. Which I actually did, so I'm standing out of the room, and then I see this girl storming out of her room like across from me, like she seemed all like upset, right? right? And um, so I try to be nice to her. I go, oh, hey, how you doing? She just like kind of just blew me off and just kept on walking. Then I realized I had the key to my room, so I get into my room, and right when I walk in my room, there's a notepad. And I go, man, that chick was being kind of a bitch. So I wrote on the note, I go, Oh, God, man, go, she's probably drunk and it's fighting no wonder, with her boyfriend. I, go, no, no, I said, No wonder no one likes you. You fucking whore. You're a bitch. I hope Metis, you eat you're... shit and die. And then I went and I put the note on her door and I knocked on her door and I ran away. And then I went and puked. And then I Metis, got up the next morning. That
0: is so juvenile. <laughs> what? You wrote her a mean note because she didn't talk to you on New Year's and you were wasted and she probably looked like a mess and had like barf all over you. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to you. You know what? Wouldn't talk to you either.
1: Well, you probably would have got a nasty note then. That
0: is so me. I know. I'm, I am menace. That's, that's terrible. You got kicked out of Disneyland. I think that's yeah. a great story. It's not as good as my story. My story I means not. My story is not as interesting because I don't get that drunk. Yeah. Which um, I should and I should try to, but I just don't. But it was you know oh, with friends. Man. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. And then, and then you sent me a really sweet text at like ten. I'm like, oh, he's oh, already yeah. drunk. How sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, it was really drunk. You were drunk like, already. I love you so much. Yeah. And I'm like, I love you too. It was oh, cool though. Cute.
1: I mean. Other than getting kicked out because I was kind of embarrassed about that. Uh, you didn't, I didn't even tweet about it. I didn't even tell anybody. You know? Except
0: for we saw your picture on Instagram. Man, Kelsey yeah, saw but your picture. I didn't say
1: that I got kicked out in the Instagram. No, I but said now that. we
0: all know you got kicked out of Disneyland. Can you not go back? You know, people get kicked no, no, out. No, no,
1: They didn't like check my ID or anything like that. Oh, okay. they were really cool about it. Right. So, at least from what I remember. <laughs> they were really and cool. And then you
0: drove there you, in your new car? No, no, no. Oh, you didn't drive? You flew?
1: No, I had my friends. I went with a group of friends. Oh,
0: that's good. So, okay,
1: that's fun. That's good. So then I'm happy to be back in the Bay Area here. I know. New it's Year, awesome, right? I'm so glad bunch of it's new sunny things. and nice.
0: Lo- lots of new things. We have new bunch of new shows coming up. New audio, right? Our audio is going to yeah, be better.
1: way better. Because um, you know what? If you're going to do it right, You got to do it yourself.
0: We got to do it right. And um, this year, this show, today's show is your sexual resolutions for 2012. So what are your sexual resolutions? And we're going to get into that. And um, we have a poll.
1: Oh, you love polls.
0: What do you want to, it's on our website, sexualismy.com. Go vote. What do you want to accomplish in the bedroom in 2012? A threesome. Try a new sex toy. Get tied up. Maybe a whip too. Mutual masturbation or other, let us know feedback at com. You know, because sex is one thing, and we're going to get into this later, but sex is so, such an important thing that people get stuck in a rut and everyone's, you know, at the gym right now or they're, you know, looking at their finances or they're doing things differently. And I feel like sex is the kind of thing that people don't often look at. And they're like, oh, my sex is fine. We do the same thing, especially if you're in a relationship. People get into little ruts. and So I think you got to shake things up. So that's what we're going to give you some advice for that today, you know, and Menace is going to talk about what his sexual resolutions are too. I will. You will.
1: I, I saw good. your tweet earlier. You're going to try to be show. sober
0: when you have sex. Is that one of them?
1: Yeah, I'll do that. Sober sex. I'll try something sober new. sex in
0: 2012. Yeah, I'll
1: try anything once.
0: I'm sober for this month. Not even that I'm a big drinker, but I'm not doing anything. Why? Just sober January. A bunch of my friends are doing it. I know. I think it'd be fun.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't think nothing. You're...
0: I'm not a, pro- I don't have a problem you at don't... all. I don't even drink you... that much, but I'm being super healthy, which is so cliche. January first, I'm going to give up everything because that's what you do. But I just figured I'll do it.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cliche. I know.
0: I'm corn. sorry. I'm just, at least I'm admitting it. Yeah. And um, I also want to give a shout out to Jimmy Jane that um, everyone's been, you go to my website and you'll see Emily Pick's page at Jimmy Jane and you can get $25 off, uh, purchases over $100. They have the most amazing sex toys and you put Emily25 at checkout. And uh, we, we love their toys. They're really beautiful. They have Form 2, Form 3s. They have cock rings that are amazing. They have their massage candles. Great gift.
1: You're going to do an a intern review, right?
0: Yeah, we're going to do that on Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday show, which we don't usually do a show Wednesday, but we'll play it on Thursday, whatever. But we are doing intern sex toy review, and um, yeah, they've got a bunch of sex toys. We'll be reviewing Jimmy Jane toys, and we also, Adam and Eve, love them. If you give coupon code EMILY at checkout, you get 50% off almost any item and free toys, and you get the Kim Kardashian sex CD.
1: Who's excited?
0: Who's excited? I want to order a toy just so I can get the Kim Kardashian sex CD because I've never seen it.
1: I've actually never seen it. I saw, like, some clips of it, but I never watched the whole thing.
0: Well, you can get the whole CD at adamneve.com. Coupon code Emily at checkout. And I've actually been watching TV. So, you know, I got cable three months ago, and that was a big Mm -hmm. thing. I was like, I'm going to make myself watch TV, but, like, I couldn't do it. I was really busy. So over the holidays, I just started tuning in. What? I saw the Kardashians, Courtney and Kim take New York. Uh Uh-huh. Boring. Not interesting.
1: Uh, It's not as good without Chloe there, like. Chloe Kardashian, oh, she's more the one. She has more, a lot, she has more a lot of personality. Moxie, yeah. she's she's fun. She starts she starts a lot of drama. She you know right. she says what she wants to say exactly, which is makes everything interesting. Okay,
0: so I got it. So Courtney Kim isn't really a good representation, is what you're saying? No, of like the Kardashian get... thing. Okay, yeah. so I saw that, but I did see her and her ex, Chris, and he mm-hmm. seems like a jerk and he seems immature. Like Jeez. I think the reason why they got divorced is because he is so friggin' immature and he can't handle her success. He's very It was Im- obvious after 5 minutes.
1: He's very immature and his his is super dry and I don't think everybody gets it.
0: I think it's dumb. Not even dry, like just immature humor. Yeah. So I think that's I, I'm talking about the Kardashians, okay? I actually had a dream about the Kardashians. Like no someone way. was like So I was telling someone over the over the break and they're like, ah, "So how's it like how's it going watching TV? Like has it changed you at all?" I'm like, I jumped about the Kardashians last night, if that's any answer (laughs) to you. Like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I had a dream about the Kardashians. And then I watched that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You
1: can't tell me you have a dream about the Kardashians and then not tell me what the dream is. I don't
0: remember what it was. It was like something about – I don't remember the dream, but I remember like Kim Kardashian was in my dream. And I'm embarrassed to even say that. And you made out. We did not make up, but that'd be a really good dream. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't remember what it was. I remember they were in my conscious while I was sleeping, and I didn't like that very much. But then I watched the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the Real Housewives of Orange County and New York and all that.
1: I love all that stuff.
0: I know. So I, th- you do? Do you watch the Real Housewives of Beverly uh, Hills? I
1: watch Mob Wives. They I all watch look alike. All they
0: all all those women with their lips. You can't yeah, tell them apart.
1: I can tell them apart now. You have
0: to watch it enough to be able to tell yeah, them apart. But it's first. ridiculous. The fighting and the whatever. Oh
1: man, it's insane.
0: And then I watch. I didn't watch any. Anything, like, deep and heavy. I'll just tell you yeah. that. I just tried to watch. And I did not watch Jersey Shore yet. I should I should um Well, there's DDR a new it. season
1: coming, so we'll see how that right. is. Right, okay. New season should be really good.
0: Okay. I'd yeah. like to go back and watch. No, I never would. <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like, because I don't know the history, but it's not that hard to figure it out.
1: Yeah. The Do you know who's even crazier is The Mob Wives.
0: Oh, I've heard about I have a friend who worked on that. What What's, um...
1: The Mob Wives are insane. It's reality? <laughs> they... Yeah, they put they put the um, Real Housewives ashamed these days when it comes to drama. Like it is crazy. What channel? Uh, I think it's it's on Bravo. Yeah. Okay, it's it's nuts. I
0: can't yeah. believe I haven't seen it. Okay, you gotta take you gotta they keep take it watching, in for one and I watch Rachel Zoe too. They keep playing oh, yeah. the same things. So I did. Mob Wife does not come mm-hmm. around, but they play the same thing. I'm learning a lot.
1: And then Rachel Zoe's old assistant has a, a new show, show right? Called Brad so- Brad World and. Um, I've I have not seen on last the show. Night. Yeah, I didn't see the show because it it's on too late. But um, the he seems pretty hilarious. Yeah, like all the promos of him, he's just cracking jokes. Oh, the whole good! Time. I want to see it. Good.
0: It's all about TV for me in 2012. Good. Some people might have want to watch less TV, mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch more.
1: TV. Welcome to pop culture.
0: Thanks, honey. I'm really proud of myself. We can
1: finally have conversations.
0: I know. Because I feel like, I, I, feel like to, I can't talk to Menace, so I'm just going to start watching TV. I'll I am like, Did you see G- – I heard and Snooki lost a lot of weight. Yeah, she did. She, she's looking good. Yeah? It's
1: the, like one of the top things that's Googled on the internet right now, Snooki skinny. Really? Yeah, because she lost a bunch of weight. Yeah,
0: because she can afford to like hire a trainer now and like eat carrots or something and be <laughs> healthy, right? Is that what you do? You get famous and it's like well, you think all famous women dump their husbands. The all famous women get skinny.
1: Yeah, they do get skinny because it's, it's being eating healthy is not uh, accessible. It's it, not accessible it's, it's for most really people. I mean,
0: you have to learn, if you know if you have to educate yourself, and it's mm-hmm. not that's not what you brought up brought up with. You wouldn't know.
1: And educating myself takes up a lot of time. I know, honey. Know. I don't want
0: you to hurt yourself. <laughs> I don't want to hurt that little brain. Mm-hmm. But it's true. If you're healthier too, you know, you have better sex. So when I mean, you're healthy and you eat healthier, mm-hmm. I mean, that should make sense. A lot of things in your life are better, but your your sex life is actually better. You have more your yeah. libido strengthened. More stamina. More stamina. Yeah. All that stuff. So I've got some sex in the news. What do you got? Okay. You know that, well, this has been out for a week, but Katy Perry and Russell Brand getting divorced. And you love Katy Perry, right?
1: I do love Katy. Or no,
0: or you do not? I know you love Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Who's also divorced in the last month, but.
1: There is a chance with that. But didn't you always like Katy
0: Perry? I did. uh, She's on and off for me. Okay. Um, Maybe you didn't. I've
1: met her before. She She was okay. She was cool. Not like oh my god, I love her.
0: Right? Okay. Maybe you don't love her. So Russell Brand, I guess he filed, but she asked him to file because of her religious upbringing. Yeah, she didn't want to be the one that filed. Doesn't she? Yeah, she was brought up in some super religious home,
1: super Christian group. Which uh, I don't want to say anything too bad, but if you if you see any footage of her dad, her dad looks like any guy that would be in the Castro. Oh, he looks gay. He looks kind of like he might be, you know, a, a bear.
0: Oh, interesting. I don't
1: know. Okay, maybe. I. Uh, but yeah. So yeah. Apparently, this is what they're saying. The rumors are she's because she's super religious. He is the one that filed. Right. And I always thought there would be a problem right away with this relationship,
0: really? just
1: because of Russell Brand's past. He's a sex addict. Right. It's like, how are you going to? If you're a sex addict, um, maybe you can recover. You, you've had some past history of knowing talking to people with sex addicts. Yeah, like, I was in a movie
0: you, called "I'm a Sex Addict." Yeah, go and, rent it. And just, um,
1: It's like uh, how do you go from uh, banging multiple women down to just one woman? Well,
0: you can and you can be a recovered sex addict, but it takes time. I mean it takes a lot, a lot of time and work. And you do recover from sex addiction. It's like alcohol addiction. Like you're always Mm -hmm. a sex addict. Like you're always a um – and you're always an You're always mm-hmm. if you're an alcohol. You, even if you've, if you've been sober for twenty years, you still call yourself an addict. You know, it's yeah. like you're in recovery though. And so, sex addicts do. In the movie I was in, if anyone wants to check it out, it's called "I'm a Sex Addict." You can get it on Netflix and or anywhere else you get movies, but iTunes. But um, it, it is about a guy who is recovering from sex addiction. It talks about his whole sex addiction. He's actually – when we made the movie, he's been recovered for like 10 years. He's married as a kid. But it takes a lot, a lot of work and I don't think that Russell Brand had done the work. I think what happened was he was like, I don't want to be a sex addict anymore. And here's this nice woman and we have this thing and all of a sudden I don't have these urges, but he probably didn't do the emotional and psychological work behind sex addiction that you have to do, like figuring out where your triggers are and why you are a sex addict and all that stuff. He probably just like jumped into a new shiny relationship and then maybe his old stuff resurfaced because he hadn't dealt yeah, with it. Yeah.
1: And then also he had uh, alcohol and drug addiction. Oh, God.
0: Really? And he had all that stuff?
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> – He's like, yeah, just hanging out with her friends because, you know, they're all young superstars. That you go, all they do is go drink and party. And he's like, I can be a part of that. And imagine, you know, you're cutting yourself off with a huge vagina supply. Yeah. Right. And then you're down to one chick and then your chick is gone all the time on yeah. tour.
0: Yeah. It's not like, a, not a perfect do? relationship. Why do people have to rush into marriage? Like shouldn't like all the stuff like, with Kim Kardashian and Katy Perry and whoever else is getting divorced. Like why can't you just date for a while? Like, what is the thing about, like, can't marriage be something that you just, like, hold out for? Like, they got married way too quickly. Doesn't anybody listen to the show? I tell that all the time. Mm -hmm. You should wait till you're at least 30. He is 30, right? Or she's 30. She's not 30, though. No. And you should know each other for at least least a year. Maybe two. Yeah. Unless you're, like, dying of kids or whatever. Like, I don't see why you have to rush into marriage. Because you think it's going to mean something. And, like, oh, well, if I'm married... Then I won't be a sex addict and then it will mean more for our relationship. But it just means you have a piece of paper that says you're married and you're still as messed up as you were before.
1: Well, I think a lot of people rush into it when they're famous too is because they don't really have – with their schedules, opportunity to date. So they go, oh, I really like this person. Let's just be married. I think like being married is actually just being dating when you're – yeah, like you're just dating when you're famous. Yeah, I
0: guess so. But there's no reason to jump into the marriage. So – Anyway, okay, so next sex in the news is holy vibrators make sex a religious experience. Thanks to a growing number of websites that have started selling religion-approved sex toys, these smart god God entrepreneurs have figured out how to make money off the praying kind by taking regular sex toys and turning them into holy toys. So it's actually happening across most of the religious spectrum. Muslims, Jews, and Jesus worshipers are all kinds joining this titillating club. So Christians can shop at Book 22, named after the Bible Song of Solomon, hooking up holy, convenient spice, and intimacy of Eden Jews can peruse a practically named kosher sex toys. And Muslims have the more staid-sounding Al Assyria, which means the society in Arabic. So they have all these sex toys. Um, they don't really have any nudity on these, toy- on these websites. They rely on mannequins to display lingerie, and they, they don't feature any sexy language. So the butterfly clitoris stimulator just becomes the vibrating stimulator. So I guess any sex – I mean they say half of all women last year, a study came out that said they value sex toys. So why not religious people too? Sex toys are fun for the whole family, fun for everyone. Yeah,
1: it's funny that they're – Not the whole family,
0: but you know what I mean. Wait, read that first line
1: again. It said that it was – Religion approved? Yeah. Like who's approving them?
0: I guess these websites are saying that these would be okay for religious people. These are the religious oh, websites. okay. So an Israeli rabbi and sex therapist says religious people do it like everybody else. Why shouldn't they have access to toys to make their lives more satisfying? The products are also de-sexed before shipping. Some of the site's repackage things in plain boxes while others only sell brands that are already tasteful enough for their customers. And to be honest, a lot of sex toy sites like Jimmy Jane and Adam and Eve, they also um, send things like in brown paper packages. They don't send things with like naked women on the car. Yeah. Like no one wants that on their, you know, their postman or something
1: At, uh, of that. at uh, Spencer's, there's a little... That's still around? Spencer yeah, gifts.
0: Spencer's? yeah. It's fun. I love Spencer gifts.
1: Yeah, so Spencer's is still around. It's and they store, yeah. You can buy actually... Um, uh, postcards are just like – it looks like boxes and it's fluorescent colored and then it'll say porn inside or something like that. Oh, that's that, funny. That you can mail it to people and like mess with them. It's pretty Oh, that's funny. didn't hilarious. know that. Where
0: do they have Spencer's? I used to like the edible At every undies. every mall anywhere. Oh, I don't go to malls that much. But they don't have the malls in the city.
1: Yeah, Oh wait, they have one at a mall in the city. Oh, yeah, but let's just go. outside the city. It's not I, when I was a
0: little girl, I used to go and look at the edible underwear. I thought those were so cool. But <laughs> oh, I don't think God. I understood what they were. I just thought mm-hmm. that'd be cool to have underwear that I could eat. Yeah. Like I thought I would be eating it. <laughs> I didn't understand that someone could eat them off you, yeah. of which I still think are a great gift. Edible? Edible underwear. I'm as sure long as you're down there, you might be hungry. You know, they don't taste good. They I they think they're like fruit roll ups or something. Yeah. That's what they look like.
1: To go back to the to the religion thing real quick. It seems like more and more people are finding angles to use religion and dating and relationships right. to make money off it. They have the huge website that they keep on promoting like crazy, Christian Mingle. Christian
0: Mingle. I've seen that on CNN advertised.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they're making a gangload of money. Yeah, and then exactly. also uh, J-Date has been around forever.
0: Yep, J-Date. Lots of my friends um, use J-Date. Even was... my non-Jewish friends use J-Date because they like Jewish boys. Yeah, and I, I... –
1: I don't know all the, all the rest of them. But my, my friends are Mormon. There was like some other Mormon one yeah, yeah, it
0: makes sense. I mean it yeah. totally makes sense if you
1: If you feel that strong date... about your, your yeah. religion and you want, only want to date this Go to type Christian
0: Mingle. Do yeah. it. Um, yeah, I was going to date online, remember?
1: Yeah. A few months ago what I happened talked with about that? it. No,
0: it didn't happen yet. I'm just <laughs> – I'm getting into my television right now. I don't really have You're time to date online. You're still deciding
1: between Christian Mingle and j Day? Yeah,
0: exactly. I okay. would do neither – <laughs> um, no thanks. Okay, Sting's wife clears up that whole tantric sex thing while doing yoga.
1: did like 15 years they've been talking exactly. about it. Exactly.
0: So this is the deal. So for years, I think we've all heard that Sting is really into tantric sex and they have amazing sex and these marathon lovemaking sessions. So the urban legend is that Sting and his wife would indulge in marathon lovemaking sessions thanks to good old tantric sex. Like in a game of telephone, the amount of time they spent engaged in intercourse varied depending on who you talk to. Six hours, eight hours, 24 hours. She said, uh, "Trudy, his wife, Sting said that 21 years ago. He just turned 60, and I imagine the tantric story, tantric story, will carry on until he drops." She elaborated. She blames it on Bob Geldof. He's a um, journalist, and she said at one point the journalist asked how long they could go for, and Geldof said that he was a three minute man. But but um, as Sting did yoga, he could probably go for hours. And Sting said, "Well, haven't you heard of tantric sex?" And Geldof replies, "No, I fucking haven't." So Sting explained that it's all about being intimate, about caring for your partner, really engaging intimacy, and before you know, well, you know you have sex. And that's the premise of Tantra really. It's simple engagement with your partner. So he doesn't hate sexual superpowers after all. That has been around for a long time. But Tantric sex is – I've never actually done it, but I do think that Tantric sex is a way of connecting with your partner on this really intimate level. And especially if you're someone who has premature ejaculation challenges, um, it can help you because you – you engage with your partner without actually having intercourse right away. You delay intercourse and you let your sexual energies connect. I know it sounds mm-hmm. kind of
1: no. <laughs>
0: freaky, freaky deaky, but um, yeah.
1: If, there's a, if you guys are um, looking to rent a movie, there's a really funny discussion. I'll do it no justice, justice if I try to repeat it. I rent this movie called Go, it's one of my favorite oh, yeah. movies. And they have a whole discussion about Tantra sex they in there. Do? That's hilarious. It's yeah. from years
0: ago go, right? Yeah,
1: it's I, like uh, late 90s. I remember that movie. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Steven Tyler confirms engagement. The official word has come from Steven Tyler's famous giant lips. He's engaged. The giant rock girlfriend, Aaron Brady, has been sporting lately an engagement ring. And a worn down rep for the American Idol judge confirms our story of, 12, of December 27th. Tyler did indeed pop the question. So, um... I
1: heard his family's not happy about it. Why?
0: Is she young or something? Yeah,
1: she's younger. But I think... Has he never been married? Yeah, he's been married. Oh,
0: okay. So why is it a big deal? Just because he's Steven Tyler, I guess. Uh,
1: Probably because he's, like, really old and she's young. Whatever. It's the same story all the time with, when it comes to old rockers.
0: But they've been together since 2006.
1: Yeah, that's good. Five that's years. Good. Five
0: years is pretty good. Why Come not? on. Why that is five every... years makes more sense to get married than five minutes. Yeah. Why oh, we've there... been together five minutes. I like you. You like me. Let's get married yeah. and register and get a bunch of <laughs> gifts from people and not return them. I would love those gifts. I just want to get married to get gifts yeah. and register. Um, what, what else did I hear about this?
1: Yeah, I just, heard, I just heard that the family wasn't happy with it. That's all I heard.
0: Oh, I wonder why. Family's never happy. I mean, not never, but you can't, you know, it's important to listen to your family and listen to your people, but, you know, they probably have some kind of deeper love that we just can't understand. Mm -hmm. I love
1: his daughter, Liv Tyler. She's Oh,
0: yeah. I forget that's his daughter.
1: He has another daughter, too. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Didn't know that. Not as hot. I know Liv Tyler, but what has she been doing lately? Haven't seen her in years.
1: I don't know. She did a lot of movies for a while, but she, I think she had some kids, yeah.
0: Right. Happens. Okay. The Tupac sex tape sold.
1: I know I heard.
0: Tupac Shakur's 1991 sex tape is officially off the market. According to TMZ, the XXX footage has been sold to a private collector. Sources connected to the deal says the former tape owner decided not to sell a big company out of principle. Um, he decided not to sell it to a big company out of principle, claiming that the corporate porn fat cats were parasites. Imagine that. No word on what it was used for, but as we previously reported, bids for the background music alone, an original unreleased Tupac track has reached a million dollars.
1: I heard uh, that the way that it was bought it seems like it was somebody from the Tupac camp that bought it.
0: Oh, maybe. That makes yeah. sense. When does it come out? Probably soon if they just sold it.
1: No, that it's not going to go anywhere. Why? Oh, somebody they sold it? it.
0: They, they bought it so it won't come out. Yeah. Oh, to make sure it never sees the light of day.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: bummer. Not imagine, that I would watch it. I've never imagine even seen spending a
1: million dollars on a VHS cassette tape. To go nowhere, because just to
0: respect Tupac, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's he's not even having sex; he's just getting fellatio. Wow, he's getting fellatio and he's rapping and drinking while receiving, and uh, uh, that would would want to see that. It's like yeah, just put that out. That just puts it puts it out there for his persona. Like that's what. When people think of Tupac, they think of two different type of people. They, tip- right. they think of that kind of lifestyle that he l- lived, and then also something that was very poetic. Right. Yeah. Okay. So not I mean, if, it to, not... if, it, if it's not something that was like totally out, if it was something totally out of his character,
0: right?
1: Then I go, okay, then yeah, they should spend the million dollars. But it, then otherwise, to yeah. protect his his uh, his brand. Huh. You so know? yeah,
0: they just someone just did it. That's nice to protect his brand. Although I would like to see it now that you heard it, now that you said it, but talked about it, him getting a blowjob while rapping would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. But um, I appreciate protecting his image. Okay, we've got some emails from listeners.
1: All right. What do you got?
0: So everyone, you can email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. If you're a Friends with Benefits member, we answer your emails first. We give you advice, but we like to answer everybody when we can so uh, the first one, Sex with Emily in Vegas is the title. Love the show. Lots of fun and great tips. So taking the show on the road to Vegas possibly because you know how we always talk about that, Menace? Yes. You should come during the Consumer Electronics Show at the same time the AVN Awards are in town. It is January 10th, 13th. Menace and I can hang out. You and you, em, and you, Emily, because you're a good wing woman. Keep up with the great show. Mike, he's from Goshen, Indiana. He's a premium Friends Benefits member. Um, I would love to, I, dude, every, 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 yes, we got
1: 10 days to make every, it happen. Okay,
0: dude, it's
1: super every cheap. Yeah. single
0: year I want to go to CES and I want to the consumer Electronics show and I want to go to AVN and I've yeah. been talking about it since the beginning of time. So
1: do you have a sponsor yeah, that can like, send
0: us? Who wants to sponsor us to go? We'll do live shows. We'll promote your products. Email us. Feedback at sexonly.com. I probably could whip us up a sponsor. Would you go? Can you go? I would totally go. Can you get out of work?
1: Yeah, I can make it
0: work. 10th, 13th is probably a weekend.
1: Yeah, my, my, I don't think my bosses would complain if I had to take off to go to a porn convention.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I really think that it's ridiculous that I've never been. I'm almost embarrassed. So thanks, Mike. Um, we'll keep you posted.
1: Yeah, I would totally love to go. We, okay. have,
0: we have 10 days
1: and the flights are super cheap.
0: Are they? Yeah, to Vegas. Let's do it. Okay. Emily, question. This is about boob jobs. I'm in my 60s, in shape, happily married, yada, yada. I've been flat-chested all my life and would like to get breast augmentation just to feel more in proportion. My husband is neutral. You and Menace don't seem overly excited about fake boobs. I get the idea that you could take them or leave them. I know that I would feel good about myself either way. Life is short, though, and I think I'd like to feel what it is like to have boobs before I die. Of course, we would take a great trip for the same amount of money. Ah, decisions, thoughts from Hmm. Penny. Um, I actually think that you should go for it. If it's something you've always wanted and you have the money, and um, I would look into it more. I would go see a doctor. I mean, that's a thing. I I don't think there's anything wrong with getting fake boobs. And Mendes actually is a fan of fake boobs. She said that you weren't.
1: Well, no, I said I've dated several women with
0: fake breasts. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but they only got them after they got them. Oh, one. right. That's but it's right. He, um, didn't get,
0: he wasn't privy to the boobs because
1: yeah, he'd broken up already. I said, I, I don't care either way, but it totally has to be up to you. If this is something that you want, that you're not doing for exactly. other people. And she says
0: her husband's neutral. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the Petty, the reason why I think, I'm not saying you should, but the reason why I'm leaning towards it because. You're not saying that you want it for your self esteem and you think you're going to be more attractive to other people. You're not doing it for you know because you think it's going to change your life completely. Like you're doing it because you want to see what it's like to have boobs, and you're sixty, you're in your 60s, and you're in good shape and you're happy. And um, I have no problems with plastic surgery. And I think like if you want to do it, you should do it. But I would yeah. first go talk to a doctor. There's all these like nowadays you can go and they can like do photographs and you can pick mm-hmm. out what. Boobs, you want right? Like you yeah. have these machines that you go in or something. Maybe. There's a
1: lot of different kinds of um, <laughs> breast augmentation that you can get. Uh, I do recommend there because it's still eighty saying silicone is bad. I would totally go silicone over saline because it feels a lot more natural. Um that's my only recommendation and also you have to make sure you go to somebody doctor. that's quality somebody that's recommended by a bunch of people because I actually was watching yesterday there's this television show I don't know if you have probably never seen it because you barely watch TV I'm but new. you're just new I've seen new three to TVs it. right It's called um, A 1000 ways to die And it's a television show about all these crazy ways that people died. And this girl went to like a black market uh, Uh, person to get a a boob job done. And they use like the super cheap, almost like water balloons uh, almost inside her. And she got on a plane, got on a plane and they freaking exploded. uh, And this is not, this is not them making up anything. This is real. It did happen. They exploded because they used cheap.
0: Wow, Penny, you should <laughs> yeah. go make sure you go to a doctor. This is not a place to yeah. cut corners. But again, I would um I would do the work. I would go see a doctor, mm-hmm. see how you feel. Like don't just jump into and make the appointment, but I would just, you know, start really thinking about it. But I have no problem with plastic surgery. I, I mean I don't I don't know about yeah. fake boobs. I just I have boobs right now, but yeah. they could go away one day.
1: That's, they could that's train what I or say. whatever. Yeah. Once um, again, just to repeat If it's for you, I'm totally on board. And then make sure you get a doctor that's recommended by a bunch of people, not just one person that told you that they were okay.
0: I mean, I can't imagine if she's never had boobs. She's been flat her whole life. She's in her 60s. Like, I mean, I have boobs, not huge boobs, but I have them. Like, imagine if you if you never, ever had breasts, like you would want to feel them. What it's like. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No issues there. Okay, Wanting sex less than your partner. Dear Emily, I'm a 37-year-old female with a boyfriend on and off for 2 years. Breaking up with him several times over this period has been doing has been my doing mostly. He is 43. He wants to have sex all the time as much as possible. I find that I can't keep up. We will have sex 3 to 7 times more or less over a week's time, and it's like it's never enough for him, and I feel guilty when I don't want to even though when we do it feels great. Sometimes I don't even want him to touch me. I am so on and off. What do I do? Thank you, Sarah. Um, okay, Sarah, thanks for writing. This is really a common thing, mismatched libidos in couples, that men want more than women or women want more than men. It's actually a it's actually like a stereotype that men are always the ones who want more because I know a lot of women who want more sex than women than, than their partners. But anyway, I would say that it's something that you should talk about with him and see because I don't like that he's making you feel guilty or making you feel bad. Um, I think three to seven times is is, is above average actually i think about two to three times is average so if you're doing it three to seven times um but i would also get checked out i mean it's important it's not like you don't have a libido though because three to seven times i mean i would say a lot of times if you didn't ever want sex that i would say you go to your doctor you can get checked out for low libido but i'm also wondering like if you're taking any meds there are some medications that can make you like not want sex at all so i'm wondering if that's an issue but um I think that you – something that you guys need to discuss and and tell him that like this is what you're willing to do, where you're willing to go um, and to take the pressure off. You've been together for two years and you know it sounds like nothing will ever be enough for him. And so if you – then this can become its own problem that every time you see him even reaching for you, giving you a kiss, you can start to shut down because you're afraid he's going to want sex to become the slippery slope. So I would actually start having a conversation with him about it um, that you – about like – what you think is right and when you want to do it and that you don't like feeling the pressure from him um, or you feel guilty about it. And um, I wouldn't say – and you've also been on and off for two years. I'm not sure why you've been breaking up with him. You said it's mostly you're doing. I'm not sure if it's related to the sex thing, but it could be related to something else that maybe makes you not want to have as much sex with him. So I'm not sure what it is, but it sounds like you are attracted to him. So I would just – I would keep with it, but if it becomes a problem, he starts making you feel bad, pressuring him, you know, you could – you know, maybe end the relationship, but also... I would stop being such a prude. Come on. Come on. Three to seven times a week is totally, is is, is a lot more than most people. I know.
1: If you're with someone still. for two years, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I would what? just... What? You always talk about, oh, you don't want to
1: let it die. And you just said after two years. So what? I'm
0: just saying three, to, three to seven times a week is a lot. And um, it's never enough for him. So I would say that maybe he's got, you know, does he... Have other outlets. What's sounds that like about for him?
1: Sounds like he's really into you. Could he be
0: a sex addict? I don't know. <laughs> he's really into you, which should make you feel good, but you don't want it as much. And I think this is so common in couples. And I think you just have to have a dialogue around it and be like, not mm. not tonight. I'm not ready. I don't want to do it. Don't wow. make me feel bad. What? It's a bummer. No. It's, it's yeah. hard being shut down, though, right? Yeah. By women that you're dating, right?
1: Yeah, you're like, damn. I've
0: done that. I've dated people. I'm like, oh, I don't want to have sex tonight. But the thing that's interesting that she said is when she does it, it feels great. So a lot of times... Especially for women, this is a tip for women, we don't want to have sex. Like we're not as turned on. Like I always say we can't go from zero to 60 like guys do. Like guys get turned on right away and they're like, oh, I'm going to – here's my penis erect. I'd like to stick it in your vagina like within seconds. And women, we need more time to get warmed up. We are not ready. So I'd say that it is sometimes good to start going through the motions of having sex and then once you do it, you're psyched that you did. So a lot of times – just do it. Just go through it and then it won't be as bad as you think. You mm-hmm. might even get turned on and have an orgasm, which would be awesome. So that happens with women. We just sometimes don't want to. Like I've done that a lot. I don't want to and then I do it. <laughs> and then I'm happy. Um, orgasmic headaches and UTIs.
1: Orgasmic headaches. I think I suffered from this sometimes. Really? Or I get a headache, yeah.
0: I've had that too. And uh, UTI is a urinary tract infection. Hi, Emily. I love the show. About the orgasmic headache. It's happened to me a handful of occasions. I'm one of the lucky girls who climaxes really easily. I found it's related to being dehydrated. If a woman owes a lot, she gets dehydrated. Drink plenty of water during sex, especially if you ha- had alcohol. It can prevent a headache. I think someone had emails about getting headaches after orgasm, which is common. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's because I had a hangover. That's probably – I was dehydrated and then mm. I got a headache.
0: Shock. What? (laughs) You were hungover and dehydrated? Yeah. Um, It's tremendously hot for a man to get out of bed totally naked and go get a glass of water for his woman. What woman doesn't love being taken care of? That's true. I love when men get up and get the water. It's so important to have water by the bed. men get up and do anything. It's hot. It's not that hard for the guy to get the water. It's like, get me a glass of water and then maybe I'll, you know, do whatever. On a related subject, men have, have to not take it personally when a woman gets up to use the bathroom during or after sex. So many women get infections if they don't. And if your woman is getting up, it means she wants to prevent an infection so that she can have even more sex. The two minute diversion can get late, can get a guide laid every day. An infection will shut a woman down for a week or so, a week or two. UTI suck. Great sex rocks. I'm a divorce. I'm divorced a year. Had plenty of coffee dates and a few really hot interludes. Chemistry is hard to find, but once I've got it, I want nothing more than to be with a sexy man. Listening and learning in SF, Lynn. She's in San Francisco. Oh, thank hey, you. Hey Lynn. Lynn, love you.
1: I don't know any guy that gets
0: offended by that. I do. Okay, so here's the story. So let me just go back to this. Lynn, you're so right. I women, I, I'm just it's just my habit now. Like I get up right after sex and I pee. It's so important for women because we can get infections like that. It is so common that you're more likely to get an infection than not if you do not pee right after sex. But I dated a guy once several this has actually happened to me, I'd say two or three times in my life in my Sexual history of sleeping with men where they were like, No, baby, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't get up yet, don't get up yet. And I'm like, I what? gotta pee. And then there was one time, yeah, and I remember this guy, I'm like, I have to pee right now. Like, we have, you could sometimes you just pass out and you don't be like, I know that I'm about to pass out and I just want to pee. And that is a way to prevent it because we gotta get it out, get whatever infections, even if you're using condoms, doesn't matter what you're using, you have to pee after sex. And also, um, I had another guy. I had to pee. This was actually when I had to pee in the <laughs> middle of sex. you talking about pee so
1: much, and I have to pee so bad right do now. Do you? Too. Go pee. Yeah. I'll just talk. Okay, cool.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to go pee? Okay. Yeah. So I was with this guy once, and we were having sex, and he, in the middle of sex, I was like, oh, God, I got to pee. I got to go to the bathroom. And he got so mad at me for getting up and peeing in the middle of sex. Like, he shut down the whole operation. He's like, I'm done. I'm like, I have to pee. I have to pee. Like, so. Peeing after sex, peeing during sex, pee whenever you want to pee, guys should friggin' chill about that because it does help us. And um, Lynn, I'm happy to hear that you've been divorced a year, had plenty of coffee dates and hot interludes. That's awesome. And it is true that chemistry is hard to find, but chemistry is there. It is, you know it when you have it. And it is kind of this elusive thing when you don't have chemistry, you can talk yourself into people, which I've often done. I've talked myself into being with someone, but when you have chemistry, it's just amazing. So good for you, Lynn. Thanks, and I'm glad you're in San Francisco. Okay, I could wait for minutes to come back for the next one because you won't know what the hell I'm talking about, but uh, I might just read it anyway. Okay, what else did she say here? There was one more thing. Uh, Okay, that's all. All right. Hey, Emily. This is about meeting men online. I met a guy online and we've been talking for three weeks over the phone. I recently met him face-to-face for the first time and I was really nervous. When we had, we had great phone conversations, he makes me laugh on the phone, and, and phone sex is fun. However, when we met, I was not impressed. Granted, it wasn't an official date, but the way he dressed turned me off. He's 35 years old, and if I didn't know, I would have thought he was 21. Am I being superficial? To me, this is a deal-breaker from Michelle. This is an awesome question. Okay, Menace, just to recap, this woman just met a guy in line and they had great conversations. But when she met him in person, he, she didn't like what he was wearing and she was turned off.
1: Oh, I hear about that all the time. I I, do don't like,
0: I didn't like his shoes. His shoes were dirty. Right. Okay, here's the thing about clothes and and you can take a man shopping. That is the easiest thing in the world to change. I get it. He's 35 years old. You think by now you should have style. A lot of guys just haven't had a woman in their life tell them how to shop. Guys don't, A lot of guys don't care. Some guys do care. But there's a lot of men, just like a lot of women, who don't care about fashion. And I, I've dated guys. I remember in my 20s, I was dating a guy, and I was like, You cannot wear that when we leave the house. And I'm rarely that woman, but I was so horrified by what he was wearing. It was like shorts with like weird shoes and a weird shirt. And Some I was like, Some sandals. Some sandals. And I was like, I'm not going out with you. Dress like that. And I just, I don't think you're being superficial. I think that you're being real because it's, it's connected to how we're attracted to someone. And a guy who's a good dresser is attractive. Like, it just, it, chemistry, like chem- mm. chemically you will get turned on by that. So I don't, I don't think it should be a total deal breaker, especially if you guys had – they had phone sex before they met and they had really good dates, I mean really good phone conversations and she didn't mm. like – and I'm like, take them shopping. I mean how bad was it? How Was it really that horrible?
1: It can't be that bad. No. And, I don't think it can take women shopping though. If what? they don't have style, they just don't.
0: No, that's unless, not true. Unless
1: like a, a bunch of women around them like coach them into it. But I don't think a man can tell – A Woman, like, hey, it's uh, more
0: challenging because guys don't typically not most guys aren't. I wouldn't take advice from.
1: I did date a girl that she wasn't very fashionable, and And what happened? It bummed you out, really? Is that why you broke up with her? No, but I try to help her out here and there. You did, we were like, here, go try these on, these should should be cute on you. Go to this store. Did you hear this store just opened? Oh, god,
0: didn't work though,
1: didn't work though. I just, yeah, I like, I like women with a little bit of style, I do too.
0: And there's some that I I like guys with style, but.
1: They're, like, they're really good looking, but they just can't dress well. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. No, I know. And I think that – but my mom always told me, she's like, Emily, you can take them shopping. You can buy them new shoes. And it's true. And there's a lot of guys that are, like, super open to it. Like, they're just like, great. Take me shopping. Like, I don't know what to buy. Like, I've been shopping at the same store forever, and i had these shoes mm. since college. So yeah. I have no problem with that at all.
1: Oh, I was watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and uh, they were bowling in my favorite women's shoes. Well that I'm a foot fetish guy – I just want to throw that out there right now. You don't the, have The, the Christian Louboutin uh, Vuitton? Louboutins. Those, those are really cool shoes. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah.
0: They're $900 the pair that I want. Oh. I mean, I, I can't afford them, but I want yeah. a pair of Christian Louboutin heels very badly. They, they were the bowling in them. Yeah. The red bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> were they all healing, uh, bowling in them?
1: <laughs> yeah, because they were at the Palms. Because one of them- one of the Palms. like part owner of the Palms. Look like, what I know. Yeah, and uh, in, one of the rooms there has uh, a bowling alley, and they're bowling in them.
0: <laughs> that was, is hilarious. Yeah. i probably bowl in heels too, but not Christian Louboutins because I can't afford them right now. But um, <laughs> they're amazing shoes. What did you like about them? They're high, right? They're super high and sexy?
1: Yeah, they're just like really cool. I mean if you go to Vegas, they just have the stores everywhere <sighs> for those shoes, and they're, the sh- shoes just look – they're awesome. Yeah. I
0: want – to go to Vegas and buy a pair? Can we do that <laughs> in ten days? Yeah, maybe we can find some guy who just won the jackpot and would do him, it. So that'd be awesome. Okay, let's get into our topic. We have been going through stuff. We have got to get to our topic, which is uh, sexual resolutions. Okay. So everyone's making their New Year's resolutions right now, right? You got to go to the gym. You want to eat healthy, whatever it is. But I think that sex is something that you really should pay attention to. How is your sex life right now? I mean, even if you're if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, are you masturbating? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you? Um, If you are with a partner, are you trying things, doing different things? So here's some uh, suggestions for resolutions. And I'm going to give you menace a few minutes to think about or maybe a few seconds to think about what your sexual resolution is. And I guess I'll give mine, which I don't know what it is yet. But these are a bunch from me. So um, ease into the new year with some serious foreplay. Kiss more, touch more, and make it all last longer. Remember, most women not only love foreplay, but they need it, which is true. So if, you, if you've if you been skipping on the foreplay, which happens sometimes when you're in a relationship for a while, you stop having foreplay, you just go right to the, you know, the quick in and out.
1: Stick it in. You
0: stick it in. You got to do some foreplay. Foreplay is so important. Okay. Number two, sleep with people who make you feel good about yourself. If you're having Sunday morning regrets or have been seeing someone who doesn't appreciate you, it's time to try something new. Life is too short to spend time in a relationship going nowhere. Move on from stale relationships that are holding you back. So I think this is a good time to reevaluate your relationships. I know a lot of people don't just – you know, in relationships, when you want to get out of a relationship, usually sometimes it can take a few months or it can take years sometimes. People are like, I knew I wanted to break up with them four years ago. And I used to have a period where I spend half my relationships trying to get out of them. Mm-hmm. So take a look at your relationship right now. Are you happy? Are you not happy? And I would say that you should set a deadline. So look at all your relationship right now and look at all the things that you want to change. It's Now it's January 2nd, okay? So, Right? Or January 3rd. January 2nd. So – If I said to you, April 2nd, would you like to be feeling the same way you are now? You'd probably say, no, I'd like some things to change. So I would put a little note in your calendar right now. April 2nd, I'll give you three months, right? And write down all the things that you would like to be different in your relationship. And then for the next three months or you can do even two months if you're ready to get out of it, if you're ready to make some changes and um, make that list in your calendar right now. of all the things. I know I write all my reminders in my calendar and it pops up. And it'll be like in my notes and be like, I'd like to connect more. I'd like to have sex more. I'd like to go to more concerts, whatever your goals are for your relationship or for your together and see how it is. And then you'll know when you get to April 2nd, you're like, wow, nothing's changed since January 2nd. I should end this. Or if they have progressed because you set these goals, good for you. So that's what I would say. You should do. I've done that a lot. I've set deadlines. I've had friends do it for me, and they were. I was like, "Okay, Emily, you've been talking about this guy for six months that you're miserable about ABC." And then if it doesn't, and then I, I actually my friend wrote it down in her calendar, and she reminded me, and I knew that that was coming. She's like, "I'm going to remind you on it was like February," and I really worked on our relationship for a few months. I was like, "Wow, I've been complaining about the same things," and I ended up ending it. We went to therapy together. Didn't work to set deadlines
1: yeah but it's funny because they always set deadlines for you and then you just what, end up them? no you just end up just doing the deadline like not changing anything so you just end up no we tried all time. to change
0: it we tried to change it we went to therapy like that was why i went to therapy because my best friend was like you've been talking i was with this guy for two years and there were some issues and we therapy was amazing i cannot I'm such a fan of therapy, as you know. I tell people to go therapy all the time, but I seriously think that if you're with someone and you're having issues, that therapy, you can only have to go for years. You can go a few times if you're in a couple, if you're a couple, and you can just kind of, the therapist gets you to say things and talk about things that you wouldn't normally talk about. And you get mm-hmm. to the heart of the issues that you guys have been ev- evading, and, you know, it's good. Okay, give and you will receive. Being more giving and compassionate in all your relationships, both emotionally and physically, because what comes around goes around. So, If you've been feeling, like, neglected in your relationship, try giving more. Try doing a little bit more and see what happens because you might get more on the other end. Try new positions. Maybe this means varying the missionary position. This also means you could buy my book Hot Sex. Over 200 things you can try tonight. Um, Try putting your legs over your shoulders for the cat position for clitoral stimulation. Or maybe you could do woman on top or reverse cowgirl or doggy style. So stop (laughs) doing the missionary position. Try a little something different. Uh, Another thing you can do is you can get a vibrator. It will enhance your sex life with or without a partner. And like I said earlier, you can go to Jimmy Jane, go to the Emily's Picks page on my website, actually. If you go to com, enter EMILY25 at checkout, you receive $25 off orders of $100 or more. We love the Jimmy Jane brand. They make great toys. Or you can go to Adam and Eve and you get 50% off almost any product if you enter coupon code EMILY at checkout. This could be a time to get a toy. I think that your resolution should be to use a toy this year. No. What yeah. is your resolution? Your sexual resolution?
1: My sexual resolution? Uh, probably just to have more sex. Oh, with I think more that's people. a good one for you. Because in 2011, there was a lot of opportunities that I I just turned down what? that I just didn't. When go did for
0: those it. opportunities happen that I didn't hear about? Well,
1: because yeah. nothing happened, I didn't tell you.
0: Why did you turn them down? Um, because
1: I was kind of just like, oh, I just really want to focus on, um, you know, finding somebody that I'm just gonna date for a long time. And and it's always that, that tale of once you once you start looking, you'll never find it.
0: Yeah. You know? But you so have I to need prepare a, for it and be ready for it. So it's not that to be like scavenging for it, but you can be like, I'm ready for a relationship. And just by like stating that, like I'm ready, you yeah. know what I mean? And like telling everyone that you're ready is, is is a good is a good way to find someone. Yeah. I don't know. I think
1: it was counterproductive. And in your roommate? Do you still you have your roommate? Here and there. Yeah.
0: See, I think that's the real problem that you don't get into, but that's whatever. I know. I know the truth and I think you need to kick your roommate out <laughs> and start getting laid more. That's, that's going to be easy. So more sex for you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do – the next one is what I'm going to do more because I actually – I'm going to admit something here which is hard to admit because my Kegel Camp app is is doing really well on iTunes. Like it sells really – people are loving it. Like I'm, I didn't know this. Like I didn't know that the app would sell that well. I just thought Kegel exercises – Doctors prescribe them like for women after childbirth, for women who can't have orgasms, for men who who don't last long enough or whatever it is. Kegel exercises are for men and women. They give you longer, stronger orgasms. They make men last longer whatever. Kegel camp is my app. But I don't do them. I don't do them that much. Like I've done them. I've gone in phases, but I don't do them. I really think they will help me. Like I've gone in periods where I've seen the results from them. It's just like going to the gym. Like you go every day for three months and you're so happy and then you stop going. But I don't do them enough. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to get an iPhone. <laughs> That's my other New don't Year's even, resolution. And I'm going to do my um, – I'm going to set the you're reminders. You're saying you're getting an iPhone for like seven months. I know. It, but I, you know what? I haven't had time to go to the store, which is stupid. But I'm going to do it anyway.
1: How do you not have time? There's, I'll take you right after the show. There's one really? right down the street.
0: I know. But I have to go to Verizon and then I got to do yeah, the thing. Yeah, Verizon then...
1: store right down the street. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll go. Seriously? It's on
1: my way back to Done. where I got to go. I'm like so. sick
0: of my phone. Okay So, another thing you can do is get kinkier. Maybe you want to try out bondage or have a fantasy being dominated. Go with it and don't be afraid to get into it. But if you're going to do something, anything that can be considered BDSM, bondage, just domination, sadism, masochism, be sure to establish a safe word. Okay, so uh, this is about just getting kinkier. I mean, you don't have to be all into BDSM, but maybe you want to tie your partner up. Tell your partner what you want. Tell your partner, try something new, fantasies. Try holding down the wrists so your partner can't move their arm. This is just some tips about bondage. It can just be like simply tying their arms. Hold down the wrists so your partner can't move their arms. This way they will be momentarily denied the pleasure of touching you and feel like they are being dominated. So you can even just like hold their hands back behind their
1: head. Women are huge fans of that.
0: I'm a huge fan of that and nobody does that.
1: Because they're afraid.
0: You think they're afraid? Yeah. Why would you be afraid to hold my arms back? I'm small. I'm not going to hurt you. Jesus. Some guys (laughs) listening, if I'm going to sleep with you this year, hold my arms back. It's hot. It's just hot. Mm -hmm. Having a guy dominate you like that can be hot. Yeah. Would you think it was hot if a woman held your arms behind your head?
1: No. But me doing that to a woman, I would think it's hot. Yeah. Good to know.
0: Don't fake it ever. This is another resolution. If you've been faking it, it only hurts your lover's potential in bed because they'll think they're doing all the right things and they'll never know how to really please you. It is a disservice to men to fake your orgasms. Talk about sex more. People don't talk enough about sex, so just communication is a lubrication. Talk to your partner about it, and this also includes dirty talk. Have you never talked dirty to your partner ever? Try a little dirty talk. See how it goes. Yeah,
1: I don't like chicks that are not into dirty talk. Me
0: neither. I don't like guys not into dirty talk. Yeah, i do not know I don't like them, but I like dirty talk.
1: Yeah, we some, know this. Some We've girls, established this. Yeah, We've talked some, about this. Some girls are like, ah, oh, no, I don't, don't want to talk like that. I go, okay, cool.
0: Oh, is that what happens? So you say something like, I want to bang for your her, yeah. pussy or something. What do you say? Yeah. Uh, what was? <laughs> it? Oh, you're good at it. Remember when we were doing phone sex? You're good at it.
1: I was really good at it, but it, well, I forgot what it was. There was something I said, and they're like, and oh, she was like, "Oh, oh don't, don't do don't that. Say, don't say that."
0: Oh, God, women. Some women don't like yeah. it, and that's totally fine. Of course, if you don't, and they're like they're
1: prudes, it. and they should be sent to an island somewhere.
0: No, they're not prudes. A lot of women. I know. I actually have a lot of friends who've been like, well, "You like dirty talk? I don't like it." And obviously, that just says like there are. Um, everyone likes to have sex differently, but. If you have never tried it with your partner, it's a good time to try it. Yes. Okay. So next resolution, ask for what you want. Resolutions are all about being proactive. If you have a fantasy, then speak up and take responsibility for your own pleasure. Realize your desires, but be open to surprises. So always ask for what you want in relationships. When was the last time you asked your partner for anything new? Think about it. Hmm. Like when were you like, you know what? It's hard because it's hard to do. It's hard to be like – I'd really like it if you talked already to me. Or just start talking to her. It's hard. I find it hard. Even though I tell everyone to do it, I still find Mm. these things hard. So it's important to do. Okay. Be active about learning new things in bed. Make experimenting a fun activity for both of you. Commit to safer sex. you've been using condoms or protection, use protection.
1: Use full body rubber suits.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Whatever you need to do. And uh, make out like you did in high school. Bring back the kissing. Making out is hot. Uh, under the bleachers. Like, remember, like, making mm-hmm. out? It was so fun. No. know. And um, if you're not sure and you want ideas, again, my book is Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight. <laughs> That's what I got for you. But my book has lots of good tips, as you know.
1: Man, I was thinking about making out. Remember, you know, there's just those couple girls that you just make out with? Remember those?
0: No. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> the girls but that I've made saying, out with, yeah. I've made out with But, you know, you've, you've had, like, perfect connection, kissing yes, partners. Yes, amazing kissing partners. Yeah. Got to find those again.
0: I know. I think that you are maybe too rigid in your kissing because you haven't found that many people that you have kissed that while well with.
1: No, they're have you? They're, just, they're not good kissers.
0: That's Oh, all. menace! That's I'm so you. Kisser. I think you <laughs> Anyways, might not be.
1: Cool. Well, um,
0: I thought we did kiss. Was that on? Is that on the air? To no, that that's
1: gonna be revealed <laughs> later on. <laughs>
0: okay, Don't worry, it wasn't a heavy
1: makeout. It wasn't a heavy day.
0: makeout. No, I think that show did air. Dinner? dinner? Oh, forget no, it. Dinner. We're not
1: going to talk about that. There was a, there was me. a lost show that will come up once again <laughs> that you guys will hear about. There's a lot of stuff that we've been working on. You know how the shows have been all messed up. Well, that's a show. You're going
0: to find out a lot of stuff about Sex with Emily in 2012. So Happy New Year, everyone. And thanks for joining us again for another year. This is going to be a great year of Sex with Emily. So thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com.